Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of The Todd Donald Show, a weekly podcast where artists and performers go to chat about nothing. Hosted by Canadian singer-songwriter Todd Donald. I wanted to bring out of the archive for the second time in a while uh, something recorded earlier this year for the prior audio podcast, Todd's Cafe, a chat I did with Matt and Kayla, who produce and host a very interesting, fun, and unique podcast called There Was a Sale. So how long have you been together? Almost four years. Yeah, four in September. Yeah. That's so long. I know, it is so long. (laughs) You two host a very fantastic podcast called There Was a Sale. And uh, I'm sure you knew that, but like, <laughs> okay, fuck. Uh, this is why I can't be a TV writer because I'd be <laughs> too in my own head. <laughs> it's an interest show where you talk about it. It's it sounds more like you're doing it for you than anybody else. Definitely. Yeah, I hope it's always like that. Yeah, yeah, because that, that's the that's the reason we started it. Is yep. um, I feel like we first started talking about it when I was in I was in grad school. Um, I was doing a master's at U of T and. Uh, I was in the middle of this very kind of heavy uh, workload with a lot of kind of very dense film theory. And it, it just felt like I was kind of a bit, I was a bit bummed out about that. So we were just chatting one day about like, because we both listen to podcasts and we enjoy yeah. a lot of different types of podcasts. And we, we were joking about like, how, you know, we should start one. Like, what yeah. would that look like? And the idea was that, well, maybe it could be a way to enjoy a lot of the stuff that I collect you know, yeah. and, and, and are fanatic about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just to kind of find some more enjoyment out of something that I was struggling to find enjoyment in at the time. And right. then we just, we actually went and did it. Which mm-hmm. is, What's the outline of the show for, if you're trying to yeah, get someone to Let's summarize to this stuff. What do you, do you want to take it away? Yeah, it's a media review podcast where we look at different items in Matt's various collections and we pair them with a thematic alcoholic beverage each episode. Nice. And just have a chat. Yeah, we've started with your collection of Criterion DVDs. Yes, which is a special company that makes very nice restorations or re-releases of uh, important or classic movies. Not to be forgotten. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, But we hope to, in future seasons, expand to different different stuff. I've got a ton of, you know, uh, board games, comics, books... CDs. You have collections as well. They're a bit smaller. Mine but, are very small. Uh, yeah. So, and then that was the kind of interesting thing too. Is I feel like I'm the one who, not hoards, but you know, very selectively accrues collections of stuff. And Kayla's very much a minimalist. Yeah. So. And I'm like, get rid of yeah. this it's, stuff. <laughs> you kind of have these opposing poles where I've well, become a lot more selective because of you, and you've also started to buy a couple things yeah. here and there because of me. Well, we're, we're all adults here, so like the choice of how to spend money is a part of like. Do I justify this or not? Mm. But when I started my collection, it, it was because I'm the type of person who likes to to experience things by owning a thing that I can look at yeah. at any time. Whereas none of the stuff that you see in there, I, I showed I showed Matt and Kayla my my media collection. You'll notice that uh, none of that shit is my girlfriend's mm-hmm. because she is totally the opposite. She loves music. She loves movies, television shows. But she she doesn't like she's just like I want to consume it and that's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think there's an impulse to curate or like to have a collection of things, right? Yeah. Because when I when I pick up I, I I don't know something like I can find myself wanting to buy things because they are important. 
um, not just because I want to read them again. And those are two different things, right? Because it's like, right. I somehow can take it's on more this, of an acquisition. this idea of a responsibility to have like a complete collection and this idea right. of like, well, this is this niche or I need to have something by this author or something that represents this film movement or history or something. Right. right? And there's no one that's telling you, you need to do that. It's not like every person has to have this like <laughs> perfect hobby of things that they own. Right. Yeah. That is like all encompassing, but it's just this kind of impulse that you can lose yourself in almost a little bit. Yeah. And since we, since we started the podcast, I've actually been pushing back against it and selling a, a, a right. fair amount of the things that I've, I've hung on to. Yeah. That's not half um, of what I used to own. <laughs> yeah. And exactly. so I know. And it feels so freeing to do that too. And it's been really great because then it makes you really, uh, really enjoy the things that you do you do keep right yeah because you you would only select the things that aren't the things that you really actually love yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just said what you said but it, poorly <laughs> um, and it also helped uh, make moving a lot easier as well yep. so yeah. when we moved into our new place it was it was really great to yeah. like that's the media truck <laughs> drive carefully the boxes yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's the kind of thing where it's like, you know, when I was labeling, I, I when we moved, I labeled all of that. You know, I had X number of boxes of comics and X number of boxes of books. One and of it's like, eight. It's like one of eight one and of then 12. one of ten. One of 12, <laughs> yeah. And then you just kind of go, oh, this is probably too many. Yeah. Like, what happened somehow? And they were in your parents' attic, so it was going up like three flights three of stairs, flights. carrying wow. all these that, downstairs. Honestly, that was what did it for me. I was like, <laughs> this is maybe too much stuff. Be like, okay, I can deal with this 50 uh, being spent on media and take it over to uh, to your stuff you're allowed to take this much for $50. <laughs> I'd be like, thank you. Yeah. yeah we should open up, up. A, a lending library or yeah. something. I'm in Narnia. Yeah. Um, Libraries are also really great. People should use them more as well if they're interested in stuff. Cause, for acquisition of media? Uh, to, just to, to experience it, right? Because I right. think that's the kind of the push we've made is like, let's actually like, it, you know, the DVD sits on the shelf forever, but then mm-hmm. we take it down, we watch it, and we talk about it, right? And that feels like a more you know, complete full circle type thing. Yeah. Libraries can help you do that too, right? Because it just goes back on their shelf, not yours. Right. But. Kayla, did you need to be convinced to, to be a part of something not necessarily being as enthused about pop culture as you might feel he is? Or I don't know. So I thought this was a great way for us to make Matt's collections meaningful to me as well. Um, because I, like, I enjoy movies and TV shows, but I'm... I enjoy them, I think, in a different way than Matt does. Mm -hmm. We talk about this a lot where I'm looking for just, like, pure entertainment. You're very particular. I'll gravitate towards mostly comedies and musicals, and then I have to, like, really get on board for the, like, uh, black and white films or (laughs) basically anything else. Ah, the timeless. So So this podcast is basically, like, your apology to... (laughs) A little bit. I'm sorry I own so much shit. A little. It Let's has see. kind of become that. Yeah. It's like, it'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. This is, an, like, this is the third black and white yeah. film. I was like, oh, nice. Great. <laughs> and I, did, I swear I did my best to like, you know, sprinkle in the stuff that you'd maybe find, you know, like I really did my best to try and like not have it be just week after week after week of the same thing. Yeah. Um, part of that problem is just the story of film is <laughs> that like, it's a lot of the same stuff for a very long time. And then. And that's, like, what has been interesting is as we watch these films, I'll come at it from a very different perspective than you. Yes. And I'll look at it more in, like, the context of now. Like, what does this say about society? Yeah. And you're like, but, I mean, It's a snapshot of where it was. Exactly. For sure. Mm -hmm. But, like, I love that because, and I, maybe maybe it's good that I didn't say it till now or whatever, but, like, listening to the the last episode... I think I was trying to be like, were you apologizing for going off topic and talking about this thing? 
that this is the stagecoach episode, right? Yeah, yes. stagecoach, yeah. and and it it related to the how First Nations were looked at by American filmmakers mm-hmm. when when westerns was also representing a time before that where things right. were a lot more ignorant. Yeah, mm-hmm. and or the lens that they were looking at wet old west through I don't know whatever fifties. It's like 50s America looking at whatever century. Like it's it's so mind-boggling to think of like, um, you know, how do we look at them mm-hmm. 20 years from now? Yeah. Um, or how are we supposed to? And when when you guys started talking about that, first of all, my girlfriend wasn't here uh, overhearing it, and she she was interested because she studies First Nations. Oh, nice. That was the part that she keyed in on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if 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 we're talking, if we go in, if you go into this place, and I go into it as a listener. Yeah. And at some point, one of you said, I think we're off topic. And I'm like, don't don't apologize for that. That's yeah. not off topic. Mm-hmm. And that's the nice thing. that it, Yeah, movies are just the thing that gets you talking to people. And then once yeah. you start talking to people, it doesn't, you're just talking and it doesn't matter. I think a great movie does. Right? That. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, you guys are both very good together on the show. Do you try to imagine what the outsider is getting out of it? Yeah. Hmm. Um, I think we hope there's both um like humor we listen back to it and we'll laugh at parts like in the recording and we laugh at it in real life as well i'm like good we laugh both times <laughs> yeah, we're, pretty we're, funny. we're pretty funny that's yeah, good I'd say. but it's know. a nice balance because you bring a bit more knowledge matt to the creation I, of film and i just hope that's like accurate knowledge a lot of the times i'm just like oh i think it's this and yeah um that's the kind of thing where it's like i feel like we could be doing a bit more research but then it becomes a different type of podcast yeah. and i don't think that's what we're either of us are interested in mm-hmm. but, um and it's nice to yeah so i like from my perspective it's it's nice to maybe just introduce people to something that they maybe haven't seen before right yeah. in terms of film do it in an, a way that hopefully is accessible from different points yeah. um because yeah they're they're not films i would seek out on my own, but doing the podcast, I hope that people listen to it and think, oh yeah, I could watch this. Isn't, this isn't so far above what I could understand a film to be. Yeah. Do you have any gripes about anything that's, that's more recent or popular or do you just, do you also just happen to have this penchant for, for stuff that has maybe uh, been forgotten about? Right. That's also as good as, if not better than the seventies or now or yeah, uh, we we enjoy recent film too. I, and I feel like it just based on my background because um, I, I did my undergrad in film. Uh, those are the kinds of things that I want to have on a shelf and I want to own because yeah. I was introduced to them at that time, right? And they kind of become these, uh, like what we were saying before about like building this idea of collections and, and important you know yeah. things that should belong in you know, whatever canon or something. Well, I'm sorry to cut um, you off one more time, but sure. like, it seems like the films that, that you chose have elements in them that, that taught present day films, what they now know. Cause these people did these things. Yeah. In these films. Mm. Uh, a lot of the times. Yeah. 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 So I keep going. No, I, I mean, I don't know where I'm going from here. Um, it's, it's interesting. And it's, it's, I feel like we're just at the beginning of this thing. Right. Cause like, yeah. I'm really excited for the, the, the day when we're, you know, maybe three or four seasons in and you can kind of look at, some different like we're, we're I hope we're gonna look at we're not just gonna be looking watching movies yeah for forever right like we're gonna do our season of movies and then I think the idea is that we we jump to something else right whether that's yeah. comics or books or maybe CDs or music like mm-hmm. um, and I think the those are very different collections in terms of um, at least the ones that I I have because um, 
I read a lot more recent comics than I do classic comics, say, right? Yeah. Or the all the most of the CDs that I ended up keeping are ones that were important to me when I was fifteen to twenty, yeah. right? Uh, so I feel like it's going to be every every season will be a bit different, and it'll be kind of this snapshot of like me in a weird way. Um, and then Matt's life it'll revealed. Be, yeah, it's yeah. me the podcast, which is good. <laughs> Can we do an episode about P.S. I love you? <laughs> <laughs> and, but I'm excited for that too. I want to do episodes about we, objects yeah. that you, you own. And well, care and about. we also wanted to do one where it was like movies that we think should be in the Criterion collection, right? right. And what should be added. As much as I enjoy Criterion, I also feel like it's it's important to not necessarily, like, always have it circling around this thing, too, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, we own DVDs and things outside of that. Yep. And there are other people that are doing just as good work, you know, in terms of restoring and, and, and stuff like yep. that. And, like, it's been a really good... Shout like, Factory. Starting... Shout yeah, Shout Factory is amazing. Arrow does a lot of work in the in the UK. There's a lot of different companies working on, on things like that. Yeah. Um, and it's just... Like it's just I'm excited to get to all this stuff mm-hmm. eventually, you know, and kind of take it slow and enjoy it, make sure that we're enjoying it as we do it. Yeah, for sure. You probably have more more fans, but like I'm I'm a legit a fan of the show because I can tell that you guys enjoy being a part of this and that things are happening during the record. You you're you're both getting something about this this um, intentional interaction about it. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You chose the seasonal approach. What, what? When does this season start and end? I think right now it's just with the calendar year. It's uh, been it, it started in yeah. January. I mean, uh, season one was long. I'm just kidding. <laughs> season one is a bit long. Yeah. I think we are a little bit ambitious. So <laughs> right now we've got uh, 24 films slotted, and we are mm-hmm. halfway through yeah. thereabouts. And um, we actually we started our first few episodes were actually from uh, 2017. And oh. we recorded them in 2017, and then of course I was in the middle of a masters, and that got in the way. So yeah. uh, we didn't actually release until January of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, you like, recorded? We recorded them yeah. in like January 2017. Right. The, the first four or five episodes, I think. I think the first six. Six. Okay. So it's it's kind of this season is going to be a bit longer because I think we'll I think we'll probably end up probably end up finishing around. I don't know. We should figure that out, but. Yeah, we record way in advance. <laughs> it's two as or three well. episodes ahead. Yeah, so, <laughs> so uh, that helps us just in case there's a week where we're too busy to record or something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but I think it's, I think maybe we're going to be looking at a smaller format, or maybe we'll again have to like maybe pare it down a bit to something like twelve episodes for a season, so right. that we can be more know, like the Brits. Sure. That's yeah. Right. Well, and yeah. yeah, and that's a, I mean that's a great way of thinking about it, right? Is yeah. you know like. So that you can you can really be really be mean and cut cut to the things that are most important. Or, yeah, right, mm-hmm. you know? but is books going to be one? I mean, I, I haven't read a lot of books. But I got a big I... old shelf of books. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. at some Matt point I'd huge... like to. You've got uh, books are probably the most of what you own in terms of collections as well. So, yep. oh, there's Katie's bookshelf. Like, <laughs> 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 is that a thing? Like, are are we trying to move past uh, gender stereotypes? Like, <laughs> men collect, women read. They're smarter than us. We're bald. Like. <laughs> What are some podcasts that you guys liked and sort of that created a standard level that you wanted to try to, okay, now I have an idea of what a podcast is and what I want to do. What are they? Great question. Cause yeah. we have a, a love of a lot of podcasts. Nice. Yeah. I love sick boy. Um, they're based out of Halifax. Another Canadian podcast. Yeah. Yes. 
three friends that interview people who identify as living with a chronic illness or a disability or a disease, and they're trying to destigmatize living with an illness or a disease. Um, and they just do it with so much humor and so much authenticity. And it's just, it's great to listen to. And it really, yeah, it brings me a lot of joy and knowledge to listen to that podcast. Um, I listen to Jake and Amir's podcast, If I Were You, from College Humor. And that one's just pure entertainment. Yeah, the advice podcast. It's funny yeah. because <laughs> my, my favorite advice podcast is the My Brother, My Brother and Me, the McElroy Brothers podcast, yeah. right? So it's like we have this weird rival yeah. advice podcast. Jake and Amir's fine, but it's not. That's those two podcasts are rivals? No, they're not. Only in our house. In our house, okay. yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, and I also listen to Black Men Can't Jump, which is a another movie review yeah. podcast. And it's, again, three guys, and they talk about um, movies that have a leading actor who's a person of color. And so right. it's from that lens, which I really appreciate, too. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel like I, it's it's tough. I, I, I don't know that we... I, I, I love stuff like... Um, How Did This Get Made is probably the first podcast that I right. really <laughs> dug into, um, which is a really great... Uh, bad movie podcast, right? Where right. Paul Shear, um, June Dine Raphael, and the your Zook. favorite, yeah, Jake uh, Jason Manzukis review bad movies and they just talk about them, right? With nice. their famous friends. Um, I also really enjoyed stuff like most of mine are like movie or video game based because I yeah. those are my two main podcast go to kind of areas. Uh, I also really like the Canon, which is another fun show about movies where they basically have these just kind of in this idea of like the audience every episode they talk about a movie and then they have to vote it into the canon or not right, right. so this idea of like here's a movie is it important enough to go into the canon yeah this you know quotes air quotes canon <laughs> like and what is the canon what does it mean you know yeah. is it is it ever expanding or is there only one like spot on the shelf for a movie and they talk about these you know right. kind of arbitrary things right my dad wrote a porno is also oh really yeah amazing. that was really we, funny we had a fun time listening to that have you heard of this <laughs> I, I, I thought you were going to go like, my dad wrote a porno. My dad <laughs> is a podcast that I like. <laughs> but yeah, it's basically that's, that's the premise is that yeah. this uh, British comedian's dad wrote a, like an Amazon kind of erotic novel published on, oh, yeah. online. And so they read a chapter from it every episode. Oh, and neat. Him it's and so his friends. And it's, it's really good. Like it's, it's really good. I just don't know what else to. Yeah. I mean, if you don't want to listen to it based on that, then you probably shouldn't. But no, it's a, you made a good pitch. Yeah. Good. Uh, you must remember this is yeah. another really good movie podcast okay. um, where Karina Longworth just she basically does a ton of research and then writes a script and then reads it on aloud on the you know right. the podcast and has all these clips and things that go along with it and it's this kind of like secret history of Hollywood that's really yeah. neat too. But um, it's just amazing that you know it's a medium that can have so many different forms mm-hmm. and yeah it's nice kind of carving out your own little version of what that looks like. Yeah. And that's been really fun because mm-hmm. we have all these little segments that we do. Like did Kayla fall asleep or yeah, I've been getting know. better. <laughs> I thought that was really cute. When, Cause in the last episode, I think you referred to an earlier episode where you fell asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It hasn't happened often. We've gotten really good at watching the movies during the day, <laughs> but even <laughs> still I'll lie down. Matt's like, you lie down up, and that's the thing. It's take like, notes. Yeah. Well, pay attention. <laughs> And I, I shouldn't, because you do, that's the funny thing, is that you usually remember more of the movie. Yeah. And you've taken fewer notes, which yeah. I think is just my my bad memory. But yeah, I don't know. It's nice because I can watch the movies again, not remember the ending. So That's yeah. true. Yeah. For me, I think Alien, or that, that franchise, mm-hmm. was like the only movie or movie franchise that I knew of growing up where a woman was not 
mainly a love interest. Right. It's it's the only one I was aware of for like the longest time. Mm-hmm. And like, whoa, what a big fucking risk for this yeah. guy you're going right. for in the seventies. Goddamn, I don't want to go off on a huge tangent here, but like, should 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 movies be actively? I'm I'm just making up a question. I, I forgot what my you know, it's so funny. Was. You, we, we just, just had a talked about literally this yesterday. Last night we talked about for this. hours. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah. yeah, I was getting very passionate. And you, yeah, so I think maybe I'll let you take it away on this. I feel like I was mostly saying I just wish there were people who would take more risks. They're like, I'm just going to make a movie with more people of color or people with disabilities or women yeah. or all these other like minority or marginalized groups and just be like, this is the new standard. We're just doing it with yeah. all of these people yeah. who aren't typically represented. And it's this idea of like, do you, you know, because the argument is like, I think a lot of people will say, well, you know, it's coming. You just have to wait for it. And it's like this idea of just like waiting your turn can be like yeah. used as a, you know, it's, it's, also, a, it's a bad thing, right? Because it's like, you know, wait your turn, but your turn yeah. might never come. Oh, this is some big budget reverse racism <laughs> or white guilt films. Thanks right. for the white guilt films. And well, that's and that's just it. It's tough because then they get marketed in a certain way. Right. Yeah. And it's like um, you we you just saw Love, Simon in theaters, which yeah. was a good movie. But the idea was that you know, it was a movie that had a gay protagonist and the point wasn't really that he was gay, right? Right. It was just a high schooler in, you know, a coming of age film, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's movies like that that are, you know, regardless of whether the movie was, was you know, the best movie ever, it's just, you need, you need more stuff like that in order yeah. to kind of so that no- normalize, like, just different, normalize. different, you know, yeah. make things, like, more inclusive for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's, it's tough. Do you think it would be more people, more accept? Uh, do you think it would be a better situation to look at older films from from society going to that better place that we can only idealize at this point uh, to be like because it's an it's it's on display at an exhibit like right. Cro-Magnon Man. Mm. Uh, this is this is what movies used to say about society or this right. is how they used to look at it. Do you think it would be easier to watch them at that point? I think that's kind of what I like I try to do I think I do I still get caught up when I watch them and like I wish they were better representations but I think I try to see them as like there's still a representation of this or that point in time Um, and it's important not to forget those things too right so like that's why movies like um, like Birth of a Nation is probably the most famous one right is this 1950 epic or 1915 epic and it's this really huge like it's like the first full-length feature movie that has all of these you know elements of cinema that we know of now Right. It's also incredibly racist, right? And like it's just this thing that you, you kind of sort of have to you you can't get rid of it, so you have to deal with it, right? Yeah. Or like mm-hmm. when we watch Le Bonheur, I feel like that's a really good example of a mm-hmm. film. It's a French film that's all about uh men and women and you know, how replaceable women right. are within the family mm-hmm. in six in, in France in the sixties, right? And right. Uh it's it's done by a female film filmmaker, mm-hmm. I guess Varda and um we were lucky enough to actually see her speaking live in Toronto because she's she's still around. She's ninety three, I think. Right. Um, she's she's really amazing. And there was this this moment at the Q and A where uh, a woman uh, uh, someone was asking like, "What was it like to be a female filmmaker? Like, right. was it harder?" And she's I think she said she, she said was just like, like, "No, it's hard being a filmmaker." Yeah, it's just hard being a filmmaker. Just making yeah. movies is hard, right? And it's yeah. this idea of like, yeah, <laughs> it is like. And I think she's made films that have you know female leading characters but i think she's really trying to just say like and everyone should be able to enjoy these not just women it should be universal to everybody's story bring them all together yeah Mm -hmm. 
The King and I is a really good example. I grew up watching that and I loved it as a musical and I still do. But we watched it this year and I was like, yeah, it's hard to watch Yul Brenner pretend to be a Thai king. It's embarrassing. It's not really. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You're like, oh. But I I watch it and I'm still like, but I do still love this movie. I love the music. It's very like, you know. It's so grand. It's grand and sweeping epic. Yeah. Yeah. But you'll often have actors playing characters with disabilities, and like, right. is there going to become? Is there going to be a point in the future where that is seen the same as blackface, right? And yeah, it's this kind of question of like, you right. know, this is like it, it's an acting challenge, and not like just you know something that you shouldn't do, right? Yeah, and then you have movies like Tropic Thunder coming out ten years ago, where Robert Downey Jr. is in blackface, saying you never go full retard, right? Exactly, and, <laughs> and, and things like that. Yeah. But I, I feel like the, because the like. Sorry, it's one of those, of that. and, and it's, it's, that's one of those like rare exceptions that proves yeah. the rule. You know, you feel like because you know they're they're making a point of saying exactly it in comedy, exactly. And Blazing Saddles, you referenced earlier, yeah. I feel like is is also very similar. Right? Like Blazing Saddles is a movie that's all about you know critiquing westerns and the things that they do, and yeah, uh, ends up ends up sort of being very racist just because it's pointing out the racism of, of westerns right. at mm-hmm. the time, right? And it's like I don't know, it's it's tough, right? Mm-hmm. And whenever we see, like, particularly disability in, in film, yeah, you know, I, I've become I've become a lot more cognizant of it, yeah. right, and aware of it, just because of you know knowing you, right, and mm-hmm. yeah. it it definitely changes the way you watch movies. I think we're just doing it for the two of us, and then I think my mom's probably our biggest fan right <laughs> yeah. now. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's been something that we wanted to share and see what the response was, but it was never to be shaped by other people. It was always right. to be. Exactly. What we, yeah, we're what not we trying to get famous to or whatever. We're just watching movies and drinking talking beer. about them. Because we were doing that anyway, yeah. right? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's not that much harder to just sit down and press record on a computer, right? Yeah. Um, and it's nice, you know, like we're not going to, you know. We're not trying to make it to Hollywood or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, and I think what you had said, Todd, about us like sharing that moment is so true because we'll come in with our outline, but then oftentimes it's like, oh, I didn't even write this down, but I want to talk about it now, yeah. and it just comes out in yeah. the recording process, which is great. Yeah, and you know what? I'll I'll take second place if if your first place fan is is mom. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Respect. Respect. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed getting to meet you guys today, of course, mm-hmm. and you're very nice and fun to talk to. Uh, one thing that I gathered from listening to your show and from talking to you guys today is that with the mind to talk about and get into films or um, to enjoy or appreciate, you don't at all shit on anything. Yeah. I mean, it helps for, for me because they're all my movies. So yes. I love them. <laughs> you automatically I, I don't have any them. movies I hate. <laughs> and it, it's kind of funny. It can be hard sometimes when you don't like a movie... But yeah. I'm also like, I totally understand every time why you don't, right? Yeah, and, and I think... <laughs> and I'm really often surprised when you do. That's really cool. Yeah, well, it was like we had the two episodes. We watched The Seventh Seal, and I really enjoyed it. And then we watched, or we watched Day for Night, and I was like, I don't like this. Yeah. But I don't think, yeah, I think we both try to come from a place where it's like, like appreciating or talking about different parts of it, but it's never like... We hope it's never an attack on the people that make yeah. it or the people that are in it because sure. you're being objective. Yeah, it's just I don't know. You, you who's got time? You just that. that's the thing. You, yeah, you don't know their stories. You don't know where they're coming from. Things yeah. at you know. 
Yeah. I definitely, I know I can like in, in real life, I know I can be, you know, pessimistic or I can, it can be negative. So it's, it's important. I think for me when I'm, when I'm doing stuff like this, right. That's creative is mm-hmm. I, I try and make an effort to be as positive as I can. Like, yeah. Especially it's like I said, it's easy when we're talking about things that I know I love, right. Yeah. Because we're not going to things that I, I would, you know, say like dislike or hate. Right. Yeah. Um, although there might be, we should do a season of like stuff I've gotten rid of or like, thrown <laughs> out, like, or not in, not in my, not on my shelf. Right. <laughs> not in Matt's collection. No, not in, not in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think so, I, it's also like, we want to have these conversations in a way that's respectful. And then we hope if people are listening to it, they can in turn have conversations that are respectful about different media. Yeah. yeah. Let me make an, a, pub, a public apology to, to my girlfriend because um, she likes music that I like, but she will often put on music for fun that, Here's a here's a more recent hits on Spotify <laughs> playlist and she it's almost involuntary at this point and I'm like fuck Todd stop doing this but she can't enjoy just having music on without me tearing apart mm. every song that's currently <laughs> popular. Right. Kayla, mm-hmm. do you do you find yourself um, more interested in, in movies that you wouldn't otherwise consider yourself have watched uh, in the process of doing this show? Uh, I have to say, still not really. No? Um, <laughs> I really appreciate the process. Like, when we sit down and watch the movies, I think, like, I love being able to talk about them. Yeah. But in our time when we're not recording, Matt will be like, oh, let's watch this. I'm like, no. Well, what about this one? I'm like, no, I can't do it. <laughs> that costume looks so fake. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, I like, I say this all the time. It's like, I have to be in this mindset to watch movies that deviate from the movies I choose to watch because I, I told like I said right. I, I'll watch comedies or musicals but then if it's like let's watch um, I can't even remember what we were trying to watch that I was like uh, I'm not watching this I've been this. trying to get you to watch Coco the Pixar movie for yeah, like three but, weeks so with this it's one it's a, it might be sad which yeah. I understand like, so I, this is the other thing I have to like get myself ready if I'm going to cry in a movie because yeah. I'll cry at a lot of movies <laughs> right. and this is one I know it deals with like this person the uh with I, I don't think this the boy is Coco, like, the afterlife, but right? yeah, and, so and his dying and stuff, great grandparents or yeah, grandparents, yeah. and you know, it's like I've lost a grandparent, and so I'm like, it's just, it's too, it's, it's too. Yeah. I can't, I don't think I can watch it without crying. So I was like, yeah, I can't watch uh, what dreams may come without crying. Yeah, you got to prepare yourself when you watch yeah. stuff like that, right? Yeah. Like for sure. And it, you know, everyone has a different movie like that. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so I feel like. And even for movies we've seen, like, or I've seen and you hadn't seen, like, you wanted to watch Cabaret, and that's right. something and that you know I had what's seen. In that, but I knew that it's, it's, it's again. I, for me, it's just a musical, but then when you're like, oh, it's set in Germany in the 30s, and it's you know, like, oh, and it's right. like, okay. that's a heavy yeah. thing to watch that I don't know if I'm up for today. And so my movie watching is so contingent on how I'm feeling and like what I want to feel watching yeah. the movie. And you. Well, I'm all about like learning. Yeah. And yeah. movies, right? I watch, I watch movies because I haven't seen them yet, right? Yeah. And like for me, it's so important to watch new things and discover new like experiences in movies and Mm -hmm. you like watching movies because you want to see movies that you've seen and you know you enjoy right and that will make you feel a certain way yep and for me i'm just like make me feel every way yeah yeah bring it and let me check it off my list yeah let me check it off my list right do you guys see yourselves uh still being interested and motivated to put the podcast together for years Hopefully. Hope when we're like 80, we're still doing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Everything's a hologram. I'll have to keep buying stuff at that point. <laughs> yeah. We'll run through a lot of the things I own, but 
Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely like we've chose a, a type of format that takes a long time to kind of culminate in something. Which, yeah, you can't just record it. You have to yeah. to do. But I mean, watching a movie, if that's part of it, that's mm-hmm. that's not like a horrible thing to do. It's an easy commitment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and enjoying a fine tasting beer. Or yeah, exactly. That part's great. Yeah, the beer thing is, See, is awesome. Yeah. That, I, that was your, that was all your idea, and I'm really Thank grateful you. that yeah. <laughs> that that became a part of it because that's just another fun thing, right? It's, it's really fun to go you make connections. Yeah, and, go to the right now. It's been the LCBO, but we hope to go to actual breweries and start yeah. to pick out different beers. Yeah. Or no, I, yeah, we had we had a lot of fun. Yeah, today. and it's just so nice to hear from from you and to have you invite us here. Like we were so excited. My grandmother, I was telling her about this. She's like, you're making it. It's happening for you. I was like, I know. It's so exciting. So we are so excited to come. Okay. Yeah, well, thanks for having us. I, I, I definitely want this to be the first of uh, more times. You guys are more than welcome on the show anytime. I want to talk to you guys a bit before, uh, before you have to scoot. But um, sure. I, I will wrap this up by saying uh, I'm a fan. I'm very fond of you, too. And the podcast is called There Was a Sale. It's on iTunes and all the the podcast things uh what's the website where people can check out everything there was a sale.wordpress.com mm-hmm. if you know how to spell then you should <laughs> it, there was a sale.wordpress.com should come to you naturally where's the best place for people to follow your current uh statements or activity or promotion for the episodes we got everything right now. yeah facebook, facebook you get a bit of a longer blurb yeah. twitter, twitter shorter blurb um but yeah we're on all those social yeah. media channels so find us there yeah awesome and yeah definitely check it out thanks for coming on guys thank you for having us thanks for listening to another episode of the todd donald show starring produced and edited by todd donald the piano music in the rap is by jp sunga who you can find at jpsunga.com the theme music is mackie alkino by william chernoff find him at chernoff.band And I'm Milo Axelrod, Todd's favorite bar none human voice. And I'm not bragging, he wrote this. If you'd like to hear more of my voice, check out my podcast, Describing a Rock, in which I describe some rocks. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Please support The Todd Donald Show by sharing it with anyone who might enjoy it. Follow and interact with at Todd Donald Show on Twitter and Instagram. And if you feel like going the extra mile on iTunes, please subscribe, rate, and review, preferably in its favor. Have a great day, friends.